Welcome to this. It's a podcast. I don't know because, to be honest, at this point, I filmed probably like six or seven episodes, and I don't even know if I'm going to release any of them. This could be the first one. Uh, I think, as of now, tentatively, I'm calling it the Michael Garmini podcast because I don't know what else to fucking call it. But it occurred to me this morning that this is kind of. <clears throat> like an easy way for me to think about this is like this is my therapy. This is because I can't afford a therapist. Uh, and honestly, I've been to them and I didn't really meet one that I liked. And uh, it's uh, it's free. This is fucking free. This is my therapy. And it doesn't matter if it's going to be whatever. I try not to think like is it going to be successful or entertaining to anyone else because fuck that. Because after I talk about the things that are on my mind – doing this, I feel better. And that's pretty invaluable, I guess. Um, sorry about the drinking on the, I don't know if the audio, that's going to annoy people. It's kind of gross. Like when people slurp. Uh, anyway, I got a whole bunch of shit to talk about. I got a whole bunch of um, post-it notes. Dude, I'm the biggest fan. If I can get post-it <laughs> to sponsor this podcast one day, that is... I guess I'll be pretty excited. I don't know. I probably won't be as excited as I'm as I'm making it a bigger deal than it is right now. But I ever since I discovered post-it notes for myself, because obviously I've known about them my whole life. But they're so useful, dude. They're so useful because my brain is always super fucking scattered. And I have all these thoughts and they're just kind of like ethereal and floating around and like I can't like grab them. It's kind of like trying to grab a handful of mist or fog. It's just like, oh, it just goes away. But you take a, a, a thought out of your brain and you write it down on a post-it and then you have it there. This is not groundbreaking. Other people are aware of this. There's various, this is like the same thing as writing goals or a to-do list. But what I like about the post-it notes is you separate each thought individually as opposed to looking at one piece of paper as a to-do list. And then it's like you're, you're taking in the whole thing and that can be overwhelming. This way it's like you can reorganize the thoughts and order. You can group them. You know what I'm saying? They're each individual thoughts. If you need to take one of those thoughts with you to go do something, you just grab that fucking post-it note and put it in your pocket or hold on to it or put it on your face, whatever. And I swear to God I don't have a post-it note uh, sponsorship. They, like I spend so much money on post-its, so I'm losing money. I'm just I just really, really like post-it notes. The only thing I, that bothers me is like I don't know. Is it bad for the environment? I know it's like it's paper, you know. Like I guess it can be recycled, but it seems like you just blow through them, and it's just extra trash. And so I was like, all right, well, what's the digital like the the wasteless version of post-it notes would be like a digital thing, but it's different because you can't have several post-its on your phone because it's all in this one physical thing, as opposed to all these different things. Anyway, if someone can figure out some invention with post-its that are completely wasteless. Or like 100% recyclable somehow. Maybe like erasable post-its. Anyway, sorry. I've gone off on a fucking tangent. But that's a good sign. Because sometimes I start recording these things. And 
my mind goes blank and it's just dead air. But again, benefit of the post-its. I got hella shit to talk about. You know what I'm saying? It's all right there in front of me. You guys can't see where I'm pointing, but they're all right there. So I can look at them in case I don't know what I'm talking about. So there's a lot of things on my mind. The reason I'm so excited right now, I didn't sleep that well last night. Uh, enough to not feel insane, but typically I have a condition. It's not a real condition. I'm just calling it a condition. Some people get tired when they don't sleep enough and they're just kind of like cranky or whatever. I get kind of depressed. Not like clinically suicidally depressed, but like a little dark. And it's not, it's, it's a very uncomfortable for me. Um, but today, while I was making my coffee, I just had the epiphany that there's this, this, this stuff on my mind, this stuff that's bothering me in my life right now. And I was like, I'm just going to talk about it on the podcast. And there is something about that because it's like the same thing for anybody. Like if you can turn your life experiences and your emotions into, um, like if you can create something from it that has value, like it's, it's, it's healing. There is a healing, um, what is the word? Damn. Oh, see, that's what I hate when I can't sleep. I can't recall like totally basic fucking words. There's a healing element. Nah, uh, whatever. It's like writing a song about a breakup or something like that. Like you may still have to get, go through the emotions, but like, it feels better. There's like, you have derived some positive thing from this negative emotion. And typically when you go through negative experiences, you get lessons or life experience or value out of that anyway but that's in the long run whereas like where you can create like some art or something that other people can enjoy or just you enjoy from your negative experience and you get immediate uh satisfaction what's the word oh it's cathartic cathartic is that's not the word i was trying to think of that's another word that i was trying to think of right now but okay so a good place to start is I really want to make this episode one, I think. I can already tell. This is going to go well, and it's I'm going to jump around, and that's what's good. For episode one, we're not going to have a topic. It's, I'm going to just talk about a bunch of shit that will be relevant to all of the kind of things that I will talk about on this podcast. And basically, so we had our homie Samurai, this dude who is like, dude, I got to get – I'm like right now I don't plan on having guests, but this dude is super interesting. He's a tattoo artist, one of the most interesting dudes I've ever met in my life. Um, he came over to the crib yesterday and just, he was here tattooing us all day. And I got this tattoo on my leg and it's this post-it that's been sitting next to my bed on my nightstand for probably like six months now, maybe less, maybe a few months. Anyway, it's about the next, it says the next 10 years and it is what I'm going to do now until I'm 33 from 33 to 36, from 38 to 40, and then 40 to infinity. And I basically got a dumbed-down version tattooed on my leg. I'll post a picture of it on Instagram or something like that. I don't know, though. I got it tattooed on my thigh, upside down, so I can read it, and so that no one else sees it, because it's super corny. And our fucking neighbors, these two girls, came over yesterday while we were getting tattooed, and they're like, what'd you get? And I like looked down, and I was like, oh, like embarrassed to explain it, because it's, it's corny, dude. It's so corny. But it says, it's a list. It's one, two, numbered one, two, three, four. And it says, get shredded, <laughs> get rich, get married, and then change the world. And uh, the worst per- part of that is probably change the world. Because that's like, I'm going to change the world. What, I think I can change the world? It's just kind of like a, all right, guy. 
But that's the thing. I think eventually I'm foreseeing like just selfish gain, like not being fulfilling at some point. Um, and I think that like I'll be more fulfilled by like trying to have a, like a huge impact on a large group of people. So I don't literally mean to change the entire world, but just like change a group of people's lives or whatever. Um, anyway, so get shredded, you know, I'm uh, working on that. I'm definitely like in the best shape I've ever been in my life. That's really important to me because I'm fucking obsessed, dude, with like just the way things look. And I'm just so fucking critical of the way I look. And I want to look in the mirror and feel good about it. And uh, there's two battles there, you know. It's like, one, do what you can to feel good about, to like the way you look and feel good about it. But two, also, like, accept your limitations, you know. Like, the things you're insecure about that you can't change, like, that's like a lifelong thing that everybody, I think a lot of people struggle with. It's like you got to learn to really appreciate even the things that, like, you look at and go, fuck you for being ugly, <laughs> which is a line I stole from my dad. One time he told me, we were just talking about being insecure and, like, super, like, just hypercritical of the way we look, and he told me that sometimes he wakes up in the morning and looks in the mirror and just goes, fuck you <laughs> for being so ugly. <laughs> and he's not ugly. He's a handsome guy. And I just, like, died laughing because I was like, dude, that's the exact sentiment. Sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm just, I'm angry at myself. Like, I did it. Like, I made myself ugly. And I don't think I'm ugly, but, like, when I'm feeling ugly, like, I get mad at me for doing it. Like, how, how, why, how could you do this to us? How could you choose these things to be ugly? And it's like, it's such a mean thing to say to yourself. But it was funny. And... Uh, so yeah, that's the get shredded thing. Anyway, get rich. Obviously, I think we all want fucking financial freedom, dude. Like, it's just, I want that weight off my shoulders. I, I think like I'm pretty good about like not being like materialistic. Like there are things that make me happy that are material things, but for the most part, like I don't need that much. Like I get most of my joy just from like interacting with other people and stuff. But I want that money because I don't want, because I... Because unfortunately, the way the fucking world is today, like money is the thing that gets you experiences. And I know there's other ways around that and shit. Like, I don't know, you go, go be a fucking nomad and travel and do labor and live with different families. and be, But that doesn't work for me, okay? It doesn't work for my fucking personality. The, the best way I see for me to, to relieve that stress of financial hardship is to just play the game and get rich, okay? So that's what I'm going to do. And I just want to never worry about money ever again. And I want to be able to travel wherever the fuck I want. I want to be able to live wherever I want and then fly to see my family if I don't live near them whenever the fuck I want. I want to be able to afford, like, the best quality food or, like, even, you know, buy a plot of land and have my own fucking garden or, like, be able to afford, like, hunting so I don't have to feel bad about eating factory farms. Whatever. I don't want to be preachy. Whatever. We, we got the fucking get rich thing down. And then I want to get married, dude. And this is the big this is the big one. This is the one that like money and love take up a lot of people's mental real estate. And so that's not surprising. It's not unique to me, but it takes up a ton of space in my brain. And pretty equally, maybe I think about love more often. I don't I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh but I feel like inside that I want a romantic partner. Like, more than anything. Like, I really want it. I'm not, like, 
desperate. Um, and I think I have a healthy perspective on like what a good relationship is. Like I'm not just like I've definitely had many opportunities to be in relationships with attractive, good women, but it wasn't right. It wasn't right fit. So I'm not like desperate, but I do often find myself in the position of being the one who like wants who the, like the interaction we're having, whatever, if we're getting to know each other or talking or seeing each other, like it's more important to me oftentimes, or maybe it just feels like that right now because I'm having like a fucking insecure week or something. Um, but some people are just casual about it and it's not like, it doesn't feel like high stakes. Like they're just dating and like, even if they really like you, like they can be like, they're not just like worried about like it ending. So I just became like hyper aware of the, how often I say like, that'll fuck you up. But they're not measuring all of their decisions and the things they say so much. Maybe because they're just not totally afraid of the thing ending because there'll be another thing or it's like, you know, not, they're not like addicted to that fucking interaction or stimulation like I think I am. And I don't know where that comes from. And there's a lot to pick apart there, like the psychology of it. And I know I'm not the only one who's like that. But I just fucking hate feeling insecure, man. And women are my weakness. That is my, I mean, I don't drink, sorry, women and caffeine probably are my weakness. Uh, because I don't do any drugs and I don't drink and I'll talk about all that on another episode. But dude, I swear to God, there's cat hair in my nose. And I just, can I just pick it? I just, I'm sorry. I'm not going to touch any else's hand. I'm here alone. Oh, it feels better, but it's going to come back. Um, yeah, like I'm pretty good about getting a, a grip on my vices. <laughs> no pun intended. Or is that a pun? I don't know. But with girls, man, it's fucking hard because... And I'm aware of it as it's happening. Like I'm so, I get so high off of the interaction uh, to the point where like when I'm first spending like a couple nights with a girl, like if she's going to sleep over or I'm going to sleep over or whatever, I can't fucking sleep. I know, like I go in knowing I'm not going to sleep the first night. Like I'll sleep a few hours maybe because I'm so high off of the exchange that like I just, I literally can't fucking wind down and go to sleep. And, I mean, that's a whole thing with me in general. I'm hypersensitive like that. Like, even just, like, social stimulation. Like, I can't do it too late. Like, I got to shut down and be isolated early on in the evening or else I won't be able to wind down. I'm really sensitive in that way. Um, But especially with girls and love. And it's been that way since I can remember, man. When I was little, I used to write love notes. Like, love letters to girls in my class in, like, first grade or second grade or something. And, uh, yeah, and I had to go through a lot of experiences where I was, like, the needy or, like, insecure. Like, you know, I was that typical fucking, like, not suffocating, but, you know, like, unaware of my actions. Even up to, like, I think I became aware of it, like, freshman year in high school. Like, by that time, I, I was like, whoa, I am, like, overbearing sometimes with girls. Not, and that's hard to... I wasn't crazy. It was just like, I was a little bit too much. I was a little bit too much. And then I learned to be fucking chill guy and like not, you know, like everybody has their space, whatever. But I was prone to that when I was little because I just wanted that affection and that interaction so bad. And 
in turn, man, like I hate, I think that sets me up to be in the position where like I feel more vulnerable than the other person. Maybe. It doesn't matter. I'm just feeling insecure and vulnerable in the situation. And I have to navigate through all these thoughts of like, am I doing this to save face right now? Like, is this honestly how I'm being? Is this like, am I expressing exactly how I feel? Or am I dialing it back because I don't want to be in that position of vulnerability? Like, am I protecting my ego right now? Am I, and off, I, like, I, I don't want to be, like I said, overbearing or whatever. I never do that anymore. Like, I'm very, very conscious and careful of being like, you know, needy or fucking suffocating or whatever. I'm not like that. I don't want anyone to feel pressure in any, like anyone I'm dating or anything like that. Um, but then there's like, you got to walk that fine line of like, but are you being authentic? Because I think it's important that like, you don't, like you shouldn't tell someone you're in love with them the fucking first day you met meet them. But like, if you have strong feelings about someone and you know what you want and you're not crazy, I think you got to be honest about that. Um, and not like hold it back forever. Or, dude, I don't even know what I'm talking about now. I just, like, I went down this weird corner. Oh, yeah, I was talking about just generally how I fucking hate feeling insecure, dude. I hate it so much. And I don't know, like, especially in the context of dating. I don't like it. And it's so hard to like make sure that I am being authentic and real and like not perpetuating like this this relationship that shouldn't exist because I'm afraid of it ending and me being the one who like got broken up with or something like that. Um because it's really important to me that like even if I'm the one who is getting the short end of the stick that I'm still myself and I'm still honest about my feelings because you don't want to drag shit out, dude, just because you're being cool, you know? Like if I feel like put yourself out there and if they don't feel the same way, move on because you're wasting your precious time, dude. Um, so for example, I, I'm not like super big on I, – I love talking about astrology and it's really fun when you meet someone new and you're like comparing your fucking zodiac signs and it's just fun. Who knows if there's any merit to it? Oftentimes, it will be dead on, and that's a fun feeling, but sometimes it won't be. And I'm totally open to the fact that it's all horseshit, but it doesn't matter because it's fun. It's like a, it's a cool icebreaker or whatever. And I'm a Pisces, and generally, like just from the things that I've read or talked about with other people who are way more into this stuff, I'm like categorized as a like very feelings-based person like emotional um sometimes insecure but also like this like dreamy and like escapey and i think those things describe me in a way but none of those things are really like attractive qualities i don't fucking like that but they may be true, <laughs> and maybe it's just hard to accept them. Um, the other bad thing is, like, we fall in love hella fast and fall out of love just as fast. So we're, like, rush in, rush out type of people, apparently. And that has been true with me a lot of the times. And I've worked really hard to combat that. Um, for example, I've literally only had, in my adult life, I've only ever had two girlfriends. I mean, since high school... 
I've really only ever had to now two girlfriends because I'm very careful about like not getting into relationships with people that I'm not like I could like if I know if I like someone a lot but I know I'm never going to marry them I won't even I would would never be in a relationship with them because that's just a waste of everyone's time so I'm really conscious and like try to be aware of my tendencies and I don't want to be that guy who's like fucking falling in love and then like panics because I'm like, whoa, I was just having fun. Now I realize I don't like you. I'm super uncomfortable. I need to get the fuck out of here. That's a bad feeling. But this, so we were getting tattooed and our fucking neighbors come over and I haven't hung out with them. They're these two girls and they're like our age and we like have said hi to each other and stuff. We lived here for like a year and Samurai, the fucking tattoo artist, is who's just the coolest guy. He's like, there's girls out there? Because I went out front just to like, I don't know, look at LA, get some sunlight on me. And I started talking to the neighbors because they were picking vegetables out of their garden in their front yard. And they were offering vegetables. And I came in and told them that. And Samurai was like, what? Let's go out there and invite them in. And he's not even looking for... Uh, he wasn't even trying to like holler at girls or whatever. I th- he's just like trying to perpetuate like social interaction and just like, dude, they're young girls, they're your age. Why would they not be over here like talking to all of us? And I love people who are like that because I can be antisocial as s- much as I love being social. I have antisocial tendencies where like I'll just overthink shit. And it's like, fuck that. Just invite them over. Let's just all sit and talk because it's going to be fun. Like, don't, you don't need to overthink it. Let's just be social. So they come over. And we all start talking about like Zodiac shit. Like I'm, I'm on the, the table getting tatted and one of the girls starts talking to me, start talking about the signs. And we had all had a group chat before where like everybody was sending pictures of themselves and I like started, I got weird about the group chat. I don't know why. And I sent a picture of a gorilla <laughs> instead of a picture of me because I just didn't want to participate. I was being weird because I get in these antisocial like weird moods that might stem from some kind of insecurity. I don't know. I don't want to pick it apart right now, but she remembered that. And then she, we were like, based on like just the conversation we, have, we were having, she's like, I feel like you're like, you're definitely like an in your feelings kind of person. And first of all, like in my feelings, I don't like that whole, like just the phrase itself, just the words. So, but I liked the conversation. So I wasn't like offended, but I was just like, I don't like that. She was like, you get like in your head and like insecure sometimes and you like try to like cover it up and like be like, you try to act cool and you don't want people to know that you are like a very sensitive, like emotional being. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yes, all of that is true. And I was mad because I wasn't like visibly mad. I was experiencing both like, whoa, I don't like this feeling of being vulnerable. How are you reading me so well right now? But it was also combined with like, this is fun. Like, whoa, you're like, you are intuitive. And I love talking about that shit. But it bummed me out because... I'm insecure about being insecure, which is a weird, I don't know what that is. That's not a paradox, but it just made me, it got me thinking like, dude, is that part of my person? Like, I'm definitely more confident than I've ever been as well. And I realize that everybody, nobody is one thing. Everybody's insecure sometimes and everybody's, you know, you're a balance and that balance moves up and down all the time of being confident and insecure, but I just don't like it. So I'm sitting here thinking like, what is this trait? What is this like, dude, it's that word I was trying to think of earlier. I want to use it right now and I still can't. It's not attribute. What is this? It's not element. What is this? uh, Whatever. Something. But 
Like I'm prone to insecurity, but I don't know why. Even like, even if I'm like a confident person, like, cause I do love myself. I like myself and I'm proud of a lot of the things that like I've achieved, uh, not like career wise, but like just who, as who I am as a person. And, but I don't know, like some people, like, can you be insecure, but confident about being insecure? Cause like, I know you can get comfortable with it and embrace it and just be okay with it. But does that ever turn into, because I've been trying to do that for a long time, but does that ever turn into actual just like you're less insecure? And then I thought about it and it's like what it is is like I think you just like you want people to like you. And because you're afraid of, there's certain people, I mean, to be honest, like I don't give a fuck if they like me. But like if I like someone, whether it's a guy or girl, romantic or not, and I want them to like me, then I have something to lose. And so that like makes you act a little bit differently. Now, some people might be a people pleaser or some people might try to act extra cool to get them to like you. I do this weird thing where like, I act like I don't give a fuck. Um, like I don't try to impress them. I'm very like, I put minimal effort in because I just wanna, which is weird because I'm trying to be myself, but is that myself? I don't know what myself is in that moment, but either way, this insecurity is changing how you act. You can no longer act naturally because all of a sudden you have these insecure thoughts and it's like, it's hard to be like, what is my authentic move right now? How would I reply to whatever they just said to me authentically? You know, like it's just, dude, it's just a mind fuck. And I have this, like, my brain doesn't stop analyzing everything. It's just constantly cataloging data and trying to, get results and label shit and categorize shit in every situation, which is a mind fuck. But I didn't like that, that she knew how I was exactly. And then it made me realize, like, you only look worse if you fucking just, like, start denying or you can't, like, you're not comfortable with the way you are. Or it's just cooler, it feels better, and probably is like a more attractive quality when... Quality. That's the fucking word I was trying to think of. Idiot! It's a more attractive quality when you know who you are and you're comfortable with who you are. And I am relentless about trying to be that way. And it's hard though. It's hard, especially with this career, like making music and, you know, trying to like build this brand where you're cool, but you're not being fake. You know, because I don't know, my fear sometimes is that like when you become too transparent and you share too much of yourself, it's like not attractive. It's like, it's like too much. Like share, be honest and share your shit. But like sometimes you can be an overbearing person. So, and I I don't know, it's easy to just be like black and white and be like, no, I'm going to share everything. Like and try to, instead of trying to find this middle ground where like, I'm going to be super transparent and honest, but like, I don't want to turn anyone off and share too much. Fuck that. I can't. It's too much to think about. So I'd rather just share fucking everything, dude. I just want to make sure we're still recording. And yeah, man. So I don't know. That's like a, I wish that I could find the fucking most genius psychologist, therapist or whatever. I just don't trust any of them, dude. They're all like, it's like, yeah, you're super educated, 
But life experience, dude. Some people, like, there's extremely educated therapists, but they're not as emotionally intelligent as I am. And I, I know that's, like, whatever, egotistical to say. or whatever, It's just a fucking fact, dude. Like, I've been to them, and they were way more educated than me. Super smart, but not emotionally intelligent. And I think that's extremely important because we're dealing with fucking emotions, dude. And uh, I just wish someone, like, you know, like, I want to meet a therapist who's, like, way more emotionally intelligent than me so they can just tell me what the fuck is up with these questions about, like, how to handle insecurity and everything. And I tweeted this the other day, and I made myself want to throw up because it was such a, like, I know I'm such a fucking wise guy tweet. But anyway, it was like I said, essentially, the older I get, the more I realize there's no one with all the answers, dude. And the only answers that you really truly can depend on and be sure of are the ones you get for yourself from experience time and time again. Because you get some answers from your experiences, and then they turn out to not be true because you're a human and you're faulty, and maybe you saw things the wrong way or you weren't fucking smart enough to really see the truth at the time or whatever. But if you have experiences over and over again and you keep getting the same results, that's a solid answer that you can depend on. But just because somebody else fucking tells you something, it doesn't mean it's true, even if they're smart as shit. Because everybody's life is so different and brain is so different that there are different answers for different people, even under the same circumstances. Um, And so, you know, that's hard because it takes a long time. And it's not comforting to know that, like, you just got to go through life fucking up until you figure it out and get, like, an answer. And then you know what the fuck you're talking about. But there is a confidence you get. The fucking camera stopped. Why does this keep... All right. Sorry about that. This camera stops. Recording. I'm not a camera guy, and I don't know why it keeps, like, automatically stop recording. Anyway, there's a confidence you get, like, just committing to, like, whatever. I'm going to figure shit out for myself, and, like, it's okay if I fuck up because you have to fuck up to learn. Um, oh, so, but anyway, my favorite thing to talk about is love, dude. Oh, I love talking about love. It's just so fun and interesting because I want it. You know? It feels so good. Dude, when you're first in love... That's what worries me, is that it is literally a fucking drug. And I don't want to be one of those people who's addicted to the high, the honeymoon phase. Because that's a real thing, man. And it's super easy to get addicted to that. And it's hard to distinguish these two things from each other. One, you go through the honeymoon phase and you're in love and it's great. And then you find out that they're not the person for you. And so you break up. The other one is you go through the honeymoon phase And maybe they're the person for you, but you're addicted to the honeymoon phase and then you're no longer getting that high. And so you want out of the relationship because you're dissatisfied, but maybe they were the person for you. I don't know which one is the thing yet. I'm pretty sure I'm the first one. I'm pretty sure I know that like, I'm not just like breaking up with girls because I'm not high on the honeymoon phase anymore. But that's what's what's also like tricky is like, you kind of got to get past the honeymoon phase so that you can see clearly and go like, all right, I'm kind of bored. But you're fucking perfect for me. So I'll take the boring periods and it'll be fun sometimes. And this is a life partnership. Don't know what I'm talking about again. (sighs) Where am I? Why was I talking about this? Oh, just how I love love. It feels so good, man. When you could just like, ah. I've had both though. I've had the relationships where like it's intellectually stimulating and physically stimulating. And it's fun to just like 
make out all day and like you can just talk about anything it's so fun or the ones where like you're just really into each other and attracted to each other and you don't say shit all day but like you just lay in bed and cuddle and kiss both are fucking so good i like all that shit and i don't know i just things are more fun to do together so like it just sounds super cool to find that your best friend who you also can have great sex with but is also like on your level so you push each other and you want to like achieve more together like independently happy but then you bring your happiness together and you achieve more together and it's just yeah i don't know i want that and i but i'm also terrified of being in a relationship where eventually like i resent them because i'm stuck they don't deserve that no one deserves that you know or like yeah i don't know there's a lot to think about and people just like hop into relationships like way too quick, dude. <sighs> so there's this girl who lives across the street and she's really fucking pretty. I just, oh God, she's so cute. She's like my type. And I've seen her for like a year now. And at one point I was in a relationship. So like I wasn't even barking up that tree at all. And I've never talked to her because there was a few times I saw her where she was with a dude. Who I think was her boyfriend. Maybe. But I haven't seen her with a guy in a long time. And on top of that, she's always in her car, like, driving away. So I've never just been able to be, like, high and be social. Just like a nice neighbor. Uh, so the other day, I was working out in my garage. And it's, like, on the street. And I was, it was, like, sunny. So, like, I try to work out in the sun. And I'm, like, always shirtless. Because I want to get all that vitamin D and uh, all the sun rays while I'm working out. Because it helps me sleep. So I was working out and I was sweaty, like outside the garage. And she pulled into the driveway next to me because she was turning around to go park at her house. And I just waved and smiled. And she like gave it like a healthy pause and just like stopped and waved and smiled at me too. It wasn't just like, a, oh, hi. She was being nice, you know. I could have read into it and been like, oh, maybe she was interested. But all I know for sure and most likely she was just probably like, just like, oh, hi. Like, she was like, oh, what a nice person waving at me and smiling. I will also be nice and smile on the way back. But then I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking write a letter and leave it on her car because I'm always trying to say hi, but she's always in her car. And I'm not going to, like, yell at her down the street. Like, it's just too much. So after my workout, I went upstairs and wrote a letter. And I was like, hey, I'm the shirtless, sweaty guy that waved at you. Uh, I've always tried to, like, I wanted to introduce myself, but you're always in the car. Um, I just want to see if you are as cool as you are pretty. If you're curious too, text me. And I left my number. I said, text me or call me because if she's bold and she wants to do the call, I'll do that. And then I said, and I left my name. And then at the bottom I said, PS, if you're not interested, I'm probably moving soon. So don't worry. It won't be weird forever. You know, being neighbors and I hollered at you and like, whatever. I just tried to be fucking, you know. No pressure. Like, it's all good. So I left it. Dude, it was real. I was so scared, too. I was so fucking nervous. I couldn't move my feet because I was just like, whatever, boyfriends. Like, what if, they're, what if they come out? What if, he, like, what if she does have a boyfriend and he's there? What if a neighbor sees me? What if she comes out, like, while it's happening? I just wasn't prepared for anything. Um, and the stakes are a little bit higher because, like, if she is, like, I don't know, if it does bother her and go south for some reason... She lives right across the street, so it is fucking weird. And I would just feel really bad about that. 
So anyway, I went and I put the letter on her windshield underneath the windshield wiper. And it's been like three days. I don't think she's going to holler at me. I don't think she's going to hit me back, which is fine because it was more about just doing it. Um, But that's it, man. I just kind of decided at one point, like, fuck this. I don't care if I look desperate. It's not desperate. It's like if somebody really, really wants to achieve, if they want to make a million dollars doing whatever, working at working as an investment banker or at a financial firm. I have no idea what I'm talking about. And they're just working their ass off, dude, and they're obsessed and fuck their social life and fuck, you know, they're just like tunnel vision. You don't like go like, ew, you're desperate. It's not desperate. You know what the fuck you want and you're being ambitious about it and focused and disciplined and you're working your ass off to get it. That's how I feel about my romantic partner. And I'm, it's not this thing where I'm like, dude, I have this hole in me and I need to be validated by someone else's love. That's not, it's not it. I'm doing everything I can to be a complete person on my own. But I know how much I want that relationship because I just think it'll make everything better if they're like me, like in the way that they're trying to be like a independently happy and fulfilled person. I want it. And plus, like, whatever, dude. I don't need to justify it. Like, we're all afraid of being alone. We all want companionship for the most part, except for the fucking sociopaths. Um, and so I just said, fuck it. I'm going to do crazy shit all the time. Not crazy shit, but I'm just going to go for it. Always take the shot. Always going to shoot my shot because I got nothing to lose, dude. We're going to fucking die someday. All of us. I got to do a podcast on that, dude, because I am obsessed with, not obsessed with death, but. I think we do not talk about it enough. We're all going to die, and it's this terrifying thing, and I think we all need to get comfortable with it another time. But, like, yeah, dude, I want I want that. I want the kids and the being in love and then traveling and together and then the kids and then, and then the family and the, like, you know, I don't, weddings make me nervous. And, like, just aesthetically, they seem kind of like, Bleh. but whatever. I'll do a wedding. I want to get married. But yeah, the problem is I'm like a very, 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 very particular person, and I know exactly what I want, and it's hard to find. You know, the more specific you get, the harder it is to find. We'll see. Maybe I'm being too picky. I don't think so, though. Some people would tell me I am, but I would tell them that they are wrong. What else we got here? Yeah, man, we all are just looking. I mean, did I just watch that show on Netflix, Love on the Spectrum, about autistic people trying to find love and dating? And it's, oh my God, it's so good. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, I almost cried. Never cried. It's hard for me to cry physically for some reason. I want to. It feels so good to cry when I do. Um, but it will make you cry and laugh your ass off as well. It's a documentary. It's not like a, it's not fictional. Um, yeah, and they're just like you know, everybody, dude. We all just want companionship and love. It's a whole thing. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, and I'm just going through like I don't know. There's some people that I was talking to lately that like a girl, girls that I was just like put in a position where I was just, like feeling really insecure, and it was like really hard for me to like should I end this? And it's like, wait, am I trying to end it because I don't want to? I don't want them to end it and like I want to save my ego or am I ending it because I know it's not right because the problem is I didn't want to end it because it was still like fun still like physically fun but I knew that it wasn't going to work out and um so I, I was this thing where I could just let it go and like let them end it and just enjoy it while it's going because I felt like one of us was going to end it at some point because we both knew it wasn't right or something but then there's this thing like where like am I being dishonest? Should I end it now because I know that it's not going to work out? And then like what if I'm wrong and like they don't ever want to end it? And then I'm wasting their time? I don't know. It's a lot to think about. And it just put me in a position where like I was feeling insecure and I don't – I hate it, man. It just – it fucks up my whole – just like thinking. Like it's hard to think clearly and make decisions clearly because I'm just so affected and more than anything, I just want to do the right thing. And it's it's hard to do the right thing when you're feeling insecure. It's hard to know exactly what the right thing is in a position like that when you're feeling that insecure. Um, and at the same time, I'm trying to like just make peace with that. Like when that girl read me like a book, dude, she told me like you're an in your feelings person sometimes. And like you don't want people to know that you do get insecure and sensitive. And I'm like, you know what? That's partially true. Like I know I'm like that and I've embraced it a lot and been like, fuck it. That's who I am. Whatever. Like, if it is who I am, I'm not going to be insecure about being that way. Like, I'm going to own it. It's who I am. Um, oh, What was I going to say? What was my point? Yeah, my point was just I'm just, like, trying to get more comfortable with that. Like, I'm, I'm just wondering. I think my fear is that those qualities are, like, innate qualities to me, and they're unattractive. The problem is I'm not looking at the whole pie because I have a lot of attractive qualities and I'm just focusing on the fact that I do get in my feelings or in my head and insecure and I try to hide it. But what if I just didn't try to hide it, you know? Like, is there a way that you can be like, okay, I am getting in my head and insecure and overthinking things and you're not like being crazy and like annoying to people, but you're also being like transparent about it. Like, as opposed to going like, wait, do you like me? Like, oh, is this something I said? Did I do something like, like, you know, are you okay? Like, what did I do? Or something like that. Like, that's fucking like, oh God, stay away from me if you act like that. But can you be like, instead, can you say it? Can can you act like, uh, can you just do this? State how you feel and then ask the one question. Like, instead of being like weird like that, you can go. Um, I, can you go, I've been feeling, it just seems like you've been quiet and it's making me feel insecure. I could be crazy. And then, and that's it. And then they answer that. And if they're turned off by that and not patient enough to deal with that, maybe that's not how you should be with, you know? And if, and that's okay for them to not like want to deal with that. Maybe they deserve a person who doesn't act like that at all. So it's a mismatch. You know, because I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that and going like, hey, I just, it just seems like, I don't know, you're disinterested or something. And I'm like, 
that's okay to have those questions. And I think that's not crazy to ask that. And if they tell you like, oh no, I'm sorry, I just been hella busy, then you need to accept it. And if you're still feeling insecure about it, I don't know, you address it later or like you made me realize it's your problem. I don't know. There's so many things to think about with that. But I'm trying to find the perfect way to just like be comfortable with my own insecurity in those moments. And just for the record, I feel like I've been talking a lot about how I'm insecure. I'm not insecure like most of the time. It's just when I am, I am so uncomfortable feeling that way. So I'm trying to find a way to be comfortable with it so that it's, it can still be an unpleasant experience, but just like lessen the, like just take the edge off a little bit. So I don't know if anybody else thinks about that. Also, just so that I don't like, I don't know. That's the thing too, dude, is sex is fun and good when it is fun and good. And I don't want to like, fucking waste people's time or my own time just because we're trying to have sex but then you're supposed to have sex right like it's good for you you shouldn't like go forever without having sex but then i don't know dude fucking monks and shit don't masturbate for years they don't come i mean like at all they don't come for years and they seem fine they seem great maybe i don't know That's another thing, dude, is, like, I'm trying to uh, – I quit watching porn, like, a month and a half ago because I just – it's so obviously not a good thing. Like, maybe, like, not on the daily. Maybe once in a while. Maybe not even that. I don't know. It just seems like a bad thing because it's just hyping up. It's just, like, hyper unrealistic. And then real-life sex becomes, like – visually less stimulating because it's not fucking perfect the perfect angles the perfect lighting the like you know it's just crazy so i ditched that and then also i'll talk about this this is i'm about to wrap this up is <laughs> a funny thing to end this on but like um where are we at timestamp wise damn 45 minutes that's crazy bro um th- uh, <laughs> oh yeah i stopped jacking off i stopped well it's only been like five days <laughs> but um, because I, I just want like my sex life to be as good as possible, you know? And I feel like if you do it yourself, you masturbate too much. It's like hard to, especially if you have such a great imagination like mine, like it just, I really want all my sexual relief to come from like natural situations. I guess masturbation is natural, but anyway, I just like, you know, it just means more. It's just more like. It's just better, I feel like, you know? That's everything. If you deprive yourself when you get the thing, it's so much better. And we just have too much instant gratification in this life. But whatever. I don't want to keep talking about that because we'll do. I'll do a whole other podcast. I think I went through all of my Post-it notes. Fuck. Tight, dude. This was a good episode. I feel good about this. And 45 minutes? Damn, I just killed 45 minutes. Sweet. Um, and I feel better. Like I don't, the shit that I was stressing about, the girl stuff, like I already feel like relief. So I love that. Even if no one gives a fuck about this podcast, I love that it, I feel better about it now. All right. Um, I love you guys. Leave comments wherever you see this, or if you're listening to it, you can't comment, (laughs) but if you're watching it, 
on Instagram or YouTube or whatever, leave comments because I always want to know what you guys want to talk about as well. Because even though this is kind of, this is like a selfish endeavor, like it just feels good to talk about myself. Uh, it'd be cool if it was also valuable and educational for you guys. So not that I'm that fucking smart or really should be giving anyone advice. Uh, let me know what you want to talk about. And I'll just like try to share my experiences with those things. But that's about it. What else should I plug? Um, if you're not following me on Instagram, follow me at Michael Garmini. Twitter, at Michael Garmini. I don't tweet that much. Uh, listen to my music on Spotify, at Michael Garmini. I'm sure I got a brand new song out. Might not, but you go check. Doesn't hurt. Ah, la, 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 la. Anyways. Anyways or anyway. I don't know. I love you guys. I love you guys. And I want to say, I say it at the end of like fucking everything because I do. I love you guys. I love you guys. God damn it, I love you guys. I don't even know who you guys are specifically. But just as a general, all of you. You know, I love you. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. Probably bought a death. Sensed out and shot a breath. And fishing like I'm not.